son. Nothing else in the world smells like that. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Yes, Robert Duvall, yes. Love the smell of freedom of smaller government any time of day, not just in the morning. People ask me all the time, why are you so hung up on spending stuff for this Congress? It is the only thing that matters. That is why. It is really the only substantive thing that matters. Are we going to shrink Joe Biden's government or not? And if you're not going to shrink Joe Biden's government, you're never going to shrink anyone's government ever, 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 ever. And if you're not going to do that kind of basic blocking and tackling and limiting and shrinking some government, then the Republican Party conservatism should not exist. It is essentially why it exists to tell the federal government to stop to tell the federal government you cannot do that because we will not pay for it. That's it. That's the way the system was designed. It's a beautiful system. If you adhere to it, the House Republicans decided to put their what they thought was their best foot forward yesterday. And I could quibble with some of the stuff in the bill, but hey, it's better than what the cut, cap, and balance bill was back when Boehner and Obama were hashing all this out. It's better than that bill. So it guts the IRS expansion. It stops Joe Biden's student loan giveaway. It kills Joe Biden's climate crap that he wants to stuff everybody into an electric car by 2030 or what have you. Kills all that. It saves about $4.5 trillion over 10 years. Wish it did more, but okay, I'll take it. And I love the fact that there are four votes against it. Four good guys. Buck, Biggs, Gates, and Burchett. They all had their reasons. But it's less important about the names and more important about the number. The Republicans could only afford to lose four. Wouldn't you know it? They lost four. That is a signal to the powers that be, to Biden, to McCarthy, to Schumer. Don't you dare come back with some watered-down version because it will not pass. What you saw pass yesterday was essentially the bare minimum of what could pass. And that's why you saw four Republicans defect. You could only afford to lose four. We're going to show Washington that this is, his, this is the floor of what we're willing to accept. Now, if you really want to get involved, you want to, you want to feel good about yourself, you want to applaud people who are doing the right thing, I'm going to shoot out some names. And they don't release the names of who's in this caucus, the House Freedom Caucus, but I think we have a good sense of who they are. But regardless... Certainly was the House Freedom Caucus as an entity that negotiated some of the stronger provisos in this package. But individuals need to deserve to be recognized. Scott Perry, Congressman, Pennsylvania. Ben Klein, Congressman, Virginia. Chip Roy, Congressman, Texas. Lauren Boebert, Congresswoman, Colorado. 
Eli Crane, congressman, Arizona. Andy Harris, congressman, Maryland. Dan Bishop, congressman, North Carolina. Bob Good, congressman, Virginia. Those are just some of the players who negotiated the better parts of this package. And it's good. And it is a red line. So I love the fact that we actually sliced some government yesterday. What will happen? Will Biden sign it? Eventually he will. I'm telling you. Eventually he will. Now, he won't. He'll pitch a fit. And he'll think he can box these guys into a corner. These guys are a different breed. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I am sympathetic to the Eeyores out there that are just waiting for the Republicans to fold. But I'm telling you, these guys are a different breed. They're not gonna. But they need your support, too. They need your congratulations and your encouragement. They need it. But I'm telling you, these guys are not going to fold. And now, what do I mean by Biden will sign it? Is he going to sign this package in its totality? No. But the way I think this goes will be a little anticlimactic as it unfolds, and that's probably a good thing. But they will little by little raise the debt ceiling, little by little, weeks at a time, in exchange for little bits and pieces of what you saw in that package yesterday. And so you're going to get to an end game, and then you're going to get to the goal. It's just that politically, Biden can't do it all in one fell swoop. Because that would be his base would turn on him. But little by little, he's going he's gonna to chip away at it. Unless he wants to shut the government down. Which, hey, listen, you know, no big shakes. Um, you know how we feel about all that stuff. Cool. Less government, I don't care how it becomes smaller. If you want to shut it down, shut it down. We'll be fine. But that's Biden's choice. He can shut the government down, or he can chip away at this package. He can sign this package, which he won't, or he can chip away at it with small bits. And we'll give you, we'll give you, essentially, your, what Biden is asking for is a raise. Okay? We don't think you deserve one. But we'll give you a little bit at a time. In exchange, you're going to cut this and you're going to cut that. And I think that's how this will play out. After some screaming by, well, shouting, yelling, because he tends to do that sort of thing. But congratulations to the aforementioned members of Congress. These guys have the will. Call them up. Support them. They deserve your gratitude. Okay, everybody, take it easy.